it's always good to be with you, to worship God with you, and uh, to share the word of God with you. Thank you for nice readings and powerful prayers. <clears throat> the message of today is just about the redemption has been revealed to all nations and all tribes in Acts chapter 2 from verses 17 through 21st. <clears throat> Our God is the God of promise. He does what he says. Through the prophet Joel, God promised to pour his spirit on his people. God has accomplished that through the saving works of Jesus on the cross. When you become, when we become a new creature, as we read in Jesus, God pours on you the living spirit. When you are born again by the power of the Holy Spirit, God pours on you the power of the Holy Spirit. When you confess Jesus as your Savior and Redeemer, God pours on you the spirit of understanding and discernment. When you are set free from the bondage of sin, God pours on you the spirit of knowledge of the truth. When you become a child of God and obey his word, God pours on you his spirit, the spirit of vision, the spirit of prophecy, even the spirit of the right dreams. When you are in Jesus and walk by the spirit, you dream about peace. You dream about reconciliation. You dream about forgiveness. You dream about unity. You dream about the preaching of the gospel. You dream about what? Please, God. In short, when you have internal life, your thought, your actions, your behaviors are about the spiritual realities because you are led by the Spirit of God. God loves and values and values all nations and all tribes. God's saving grace has no limit to a specific group of people. God's mercy has no borders, no frontier. The Spirit of God can pull anybody out of sin from any race, from any tribe, from any nation, from any age, from any place. In the world. As it is said, the wind blows wherever it wants, just as you can hear the wind but cannot tell where it comes from or where it go it's going, so you cannot explain how people are born of the Spirit in John 3 8. You do not know who the Holy Spirit leads to Jesus. That is why Jesus said, 
all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the end of the age. Matthew 28, 19 through 20. The incarnation of Jesus Christ, the birth of Jesus, and the suffering of Jesus led to the decisive, to the decisive moment and the event that was the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Therefore, despite our total depravity, the death and the resurrection of Jesus demonstrate the deep expression of the love God the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. 1 John 3, 1. The Apostle John echoed the same idea, the same truth, when he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16 God himself initiated the forgiveness and reconciliation with the rebellious people we, who, who we are. And he did it through Jesus Christ. The steps taken by God to offer the message of salvation to all nations, to all tribes, this was revealed at the Pentecostal event through the disciples of Jesus. As you know, when the Holy Spirit came on them, they conveyed the message about the death and the resurrection of Jesus in languages they didn't know, but which were the really mother tongues of other people in the audience. This means the purpose of pouring the Holy Spirit on the disciples was to explain the message of salvation to all nations and the tribes who were present in the group. Every group of people heard the message in their own native language. As a result, they understood that Jesus died on the cross in their place. They understood that they needed to believe in Jesus Christ to have eternal life. They understood that the sin of Adam was, was imputed to them by the birth, but the righteousness of Jesus was imputed to them by God's grace. Therefore, more than 3,000 people that day believed and were baptized. Amen. That was the purpose of pouring the Spirit on the disciples so they can speak in a different language of those people who were in the audience and they were unbelievers. God wanted them to listen to the message of salvation, to the message of redemption, to the message which will change and transform their life 
and it was done. The prophecy in Joel was accomplished already. As I said before, when we believe in Jesus, God pours his spirit on us. So the Pentecostal event was the opposite of what happened in Babylon in Genesis 11 verse 9 where there was a confusion, where there was a chaos, where there was a misunderstanding, division, disappointment, and despair. But at the Pentecostal event, there was understanding, there was a clarity, there was a revelation, there was a conviction, there was a hope, and there was a unity among those who listened to the message. They came together as believers. God poured his spirit on the disciples for the right purpose. That purpose was to preach the message of the saving grace to all. Each of the disciples proclaimed the gospel. Peter stood up to explain the reason for the death and the res resurrection of Jesus. Despite our tribes, despite our races, despite our background, salvation is for whoever repents. Salvation is for whoever confesses sin and believes in Jesus as the Savior and the Redeemer. The message of the gospel is a cross-cultural message. It's a, it's, it's a message for all. The message of the gospel penetrates our culture. It brings light and shapes any worldview we have. I'm coming in with a, a, an African background, worldview. You have an American uh, background, worldview. Doesn't matter. When Christ comes to you, he shed the light. He shapes your worldview. And he shows you the divine worldview. That's why the disciples has to be filled with the Holy Spirit and give that message. When we preach the message of salvation, when we cheat it, when we, we, we do evangelism, and when we make disciples from all nations, we speak in tongues. It's what the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians, 14 from verse 1, we read it together until 32. He saw himself as the one speaking more in tongues. What he meant by that? It's because he was on the ministry of preaching. He was on the ministry of evangelization, of church planting to the among the unbelievers. He was giving the message. It's why Paul said that. So when we are on God's mission, when we are on ministry, we speak in a tongue. We don't need to speak in unknown tongues today. But we need to explain 
the word of God to those who do not understand it. The Bible is already translated in many languages, as you know. The gospel is being spread around the world. Many nations and tribes have heard and continue to hear about the salvation in Jesus. Therefore, you do not need to speak any unknown language in order to reveal the message of salvation to the unbeliever today. That is the role of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit points people to Jesus and he draws people to God <coughs> himself. But you can learn, you can learn a new language. You can learn a new language in order to minister to a particular group of people. That's fine. But it does not mean you learn Arabic to do ministry to people who speak Arabic, you speak in tongue. No, that's not the case. So our responsibility today is to be the co-worker of God, is to be the feet of God, to be the voice of God in spreading the gospel. We need to spread the gospel. The Christian believer are empowered by the Holy Spirit to serve the Lord. Anybody among us who wants to speak in tongues, preach the gospel. Teach the word of God. Evangelize and proclaim the good news to the unbelievers. Do biblical counseling. Go to make the disciples. Be on mission work. Do the street evangelism. Shine in the darkness by exempting Christian and biblical behavior and let the people know that you are a child of God. God has poured his spirit on us in the same way he did before. As one of those who have received the power of the Holy Spirit from God, you need to rise and speak. You need to rise and serve. You need to rise and do what the Lord wants you to do. Always be on mission work in a different way. Those are the best way to speak in tongues today. In the other words, those are the best way to minister to the unbelievers. Joel, it was said that people will prophesize. Young people will prophesize. People will have dreams and vision and so on. The central message of all prophecies in the Old Testament was about Jesus Christ. Those prophecies set hope for the coming of Jesus Christ. God used some of his servant to speak to his people about the one who will save and who will redeem. Also in the past, God used prophecy, dreams, and vision to warn, to rebuke, 
to reveal what will take place, to call it to repentance, to announce destruction, or to announce punishment. God also prof uh, used prophecies and vision to speak peace to his people. Today, God speaks to us through Jesus Christ. It's what we read in Hebrews. Jesus has revealed the Father. He became the life, the way, and the truth for us, the sinner. So God is speaking to us through his word, which is the Bible. When you read the Bible, it disclose your hidden bad behavior. When you read the Bible, you can hear the Lord warning you and rebuking you about the wrongdoing. When you read the Bible, God can show you the consequence of the sin in which you live. And when you read the Bible, the Holy Spirit can teach you something about God, about Jesus, about Christian life, about your relationship with the neighbors. When you read the Bible, the Holy Spirit can reveal you something about your life after death. Lastly, God speaks to his people today through the Holy Spirit. We do not need new prophecies. We need Jesus. We need the Holy Spirit. We need God's word. And it's enough to reveal to us the will of God. God loves all nations and all tribes. In another word, God's God, God, God loves you. God loves me. He loves us. In Jesus, we are all children of God. As a children of God, he has poured his, his, his spirit on us. The same spirit works in each Christian believer. The same spirit makes all the believers to call God Abba, Father. As the children of God, God has given us his spirit in a way that we can serve him and spread the gospel. Our God is the God of all nations, all tribes. Let us minister to all nations, to all tribes. You may not need to go somewhere. You can minister to them through prayer. You can minister to them in a different way. But the only thing we need to know is our God is the God of all nations and all tribes. This means Jesus is for all. Jesus is for you. Jesus is for me. May God help us to understand our responsibility today of spreading the gospel throughout the world, starting in our neighbor, neighborhood, starting in our backyard here, starting in our country here. The good thing about America is all nations are here. Amen. All tribes are here. You may not need to go where to look for them. They are just around us here. May God send us, may God help us to do what we need to do to spread the gospel. Amen. Amen.